Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Phoenix. Welcome back to another episode of Rise Again Podcast. On this week's episode, I got the homie Lee's coming on. He's a DJ, creator, designer, man, and the newest member of UVT, and I'm excited to have him on and, you know, hear his story. Uh, man, he's one of the dope people, you know, in the culture of here in Des Moines, man. He's really, you know, uh, just heavily involved with a lot of stuff that's going on from music to uh, fashion, man. So it's going to be dope to have a conversation with him. Before we get started, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to the last episode with Alan, man. Um, like I said before, it's always dope to have a conversation with Alan. Alan is now, um, you know, located over in Arizona, but he'll be coming back to Des Moines, you know, here and there. So I want to wish Alan, you know, good luck over in Arizona, man, for real. Uh, man, just kind of going on to what's been going on with me. Uh, as you guys know, the drop, the state climbing drop uh, is officially you know, available on riseagaincrate.com. This is the last week to pre-order. Pre-orders end on the 16th of October, so this upcoming Friday. Um, Man, I just want to thank you guys so much. Uh, I was able to, you know, pass my goal of what I wanted for orders, so I just really thank you, all you guys who shared, all you guys who, you know, just overall, man, supported. As simple as, you know, just a like on my post or a share on the, you know, on the Instagram story, man, it goes a long way. And this is something new for me, um, you know, not only the clothing, but the website too. And I'm having a lot of fun writing these articles and everything and got some new, uh, you know, ideas on the way for the website as well. Again, guys, that's riseagainandcreate.com. And then the pre-order will end October 16th for the State Climate Collection. Had to get that quick plug out the way. But uh, man, I, just overall, you know, it's October. It's crazy. You know, 2020 is almost over. It's it's been a long year for sure. Um, I did want to also shout out, man, my homie Neek Robinson from 2220 Vision, man. He had me on his podcast, The Truth Podcast. I just, You guys got to go check out that episode. It, it was really dope to uh, you know, be on the other side, be able to uh, do my own interview and kind of tell a little bit about myself and everything. So go check that out, guys. Again, that's The Truth Podcast, 2220 Vision and Company. Um, go check it out and, you know, you get a little hear, hear a little bit about me, man, and, you know, where I'm from and uh, just some of my, you know, my mentality and my mindset. And it was just a lot of fun doing that. But just overall, man, just going and, you know, I was mentioning on there uh, that it's crazy because these 10 months have felt kind of, you know, like two years, man. It's been it's been a long fight, you know, throughout the year and everything. But I'm excited to uh, finish out this year strong and look into 2021, man, because I think, you know, nothing, it's nothing but the way up from here and everything. So, um, again, shout out to everybody who, you know, listens to the podcast, who supports, you know, YouTube, who just honestly supports creators here in the city, in the state, and just anyone that's out here trying to hustle and do their thing, man. Um, I, I, that's all I really wanted to say with this intro, man. Just thank you guys so much. And it really, you know, from the bottom of my heart, man, I can't wait to provide more for you guys. And um, I, I know the other creators and, you know, artists and everybody here feeling the same way. So uh, I'm really excited for the next, you know, the next journey, man. This is October. We're going into, you know, uh, the holiday season, man. Got a lot of great ideas I'm ready to drop for you guys. Um, of course, new episode of Rise Again News is going to happen this week. Um, and man, I'm just excited. I really am. And I think that's kind of the overall um, essence of this this intro here is just excitement, man. Excited for the future. Excited for, you know, what's going to happen with the, you know, this clothing drop and more, you know, on my side. And honestly, excited to talk with the homie Lease, man. So I'll stop talking, man. Let's get into it. This is Lease 
Let's go. It's the record button right, right. quick and shit. Uh, you know, I mean, if you want to go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, welcome everybody back to Rise Again Podcast. want to thank you for tuning in. But I got a very special guest here today, man, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Absolutely. It's Lise, uh, UVT's newest DJ. Hey, listen. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yeah, man, that's that's me. I'm Lise. Hey, man. Well, I want to thank you for coming on, man. It's uh, It's been a dope journey, man. It's always dope to see you, you know, just have a conversation and everything, but... Uh, I want to get started just by, you know, asking, you know, a lot of people are always curious about, you know, who you are as a person, you know, what the brand is, what, what do you consider yourself to you consider yourself a designer, <laughs> DJ, you know, that it's always a, a bunch of different hats, you know, we wear as creators, designers and everything. So if someone came up to you and you said, hey, my name's Lee," and they said, what do you do? What would you, what would you kind of give them the answer? Oh, uh, man, that's tough. I, uh, I would just label myself a creative, honestly, mm-hmm. like any genre i like yeah. helping anybody across any field whether it be i mean i got friends that are photographers videographers yeah. painters all that i like to help any art that i can get my yeah. hands on so just a creative in general and i think that's a the thing i love about creatives is just it, it's there's a bunch of different things like it's it's a label but at the same time it's not and like you know we were just talking like about labels you know what i mean yeah. like to be boxed up like it's something that's just not really fun and like as creative, you know, as being a creative, I should say, like, I'm sure it's, you know, to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do, like, whether it's DJ, whether it's, and we'll get into all of this, but it's like, whether it's DJ, you know, designing, like, everything, like, is that, is that a good feeling to be able to kind of just, like, wake up and be like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this out today. Absolutely, 100%. I hate the box. I yeah. hate getting labeled as one thing. Um, you know, I don't, even in, like, in my bio and on my socials, it doesn't, I don't have a title. It doesn't say DJ or or you know designer or brand owner or nothing like that it's just whatever it is that day it's yeah. whatever i wake up whatever the task at hand um you know whoever wants my creative input always again always down to help anybody whether it's my own brand somebody else's brand mm-hmm. but again man i just hate the box so yeah wherever you know get in where you fit in wherever you can add creative taste to do it no matter what genre it is yeah and it's dope to um you know to help others too and like i've had that conversation with a lot of people and I think it's important to not only obviously like, you know, get yourself right, get everything right that you want to do with your brand, with your, you know, creative process, but also to help others is so important because, you know, there's a point in time where we were at a point where we didn't know what we were going to do creatively or like this and that. And we, you know, it's always a, it's always a battle to figure out what you want to do next and everything. Like, do you, you know, enjoy, like if someone comes up to you and they're like, yo man, like, I know you do this, like, could you help me get started on like, you know, like I say, taking that first step? Is that something you kind of like, you know, love to do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think also I believe in karma. I mean, there have been people who have who have been my mentor and, yeah. and paved the way for me. So, um, you know, you just recently had had Drew Soy on the yeah. podcast, and that's somebody that I've always looked up to yeah. in the community because, um, you know, that's a guy I've known for quite a while, and and he's somebody who's just like me. He's yeah. into all this different stuff. So. Um, really it's just drawing the inspiration from the people that did it before me and then you know doing whatever I can to pass it on to the people after me um, in LA I don't know if you're familiar with Riff LA yeah, I'm sure yeah. you are of course oh, yeah. right so um, uh, a saying that they've had and they printed them on some hoodies and tees forever ago like I found that out because I was listening to KDOT right yeah. so that's how I pieced all that together but a saying that they had that stuck with me is good people helping good people yeah. so I just think I mean at the end of the day yeah, it's, it's just that. Just help people because, I mean, you're going to need help at some point. So why not yeah. have that karma come back to you? No, and I'm a, I'm a big believer in karma, man. I think it's so important to, you know, 
pass your knowledge, your wealth, and uh, your experience onto others, and people, you know, reciprocating that as well, you know, bringing yeah. it back, because obviously we don't know everything as, you yeah. know, as a human being. There's, you know, new, uh, I always say, like the utility belt, there's new things that add always Absolutely. and everything, so it's always dope to, um, you know, just learn different things. That's half the reason why I started the podcast, is just have conversations yeah. and learn about others and learn about, you know, people's stories, man, so... I kind of want to start that off, man. Let's get into your story, man. Where are you yeah. from? You know, where are you originally from? Everything. Uh, right here, man. South side of Des Moines. Uh, born and raised here. Went to Lincoln. Uh, went to Weeks before that for middle school. But yeah, man, I've uh, stayed pretty much on the south side my whole life. And growing up in Des Moines and on the south side, you know, the thing that, you know, obviously bigger cities, like there's different boroughs, like if you look in New York and shit, I feel like it's the same thing in Des Moines, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, you go to the south side, you know, you go for the east side, like I said, I'm for the east side, you go yep. to the west side, then you go to the suburbs and stuff, like everyone has their like different language, <laughs> like you yeah, don't want to go to clicks. other places and stuff and clicks, you know? Um, growing up on the south side, how do you think that fared different from like maybe a suburb or like, you know, different spots? Um, man, it's the diversity, like... Even even the first elementary school that I went to, um, you know, I was a minority mm-hmm. being white. Yeah. So um, there were I, w- I was surrounded by a lot of ethnicities growing up right away, straight away out, yeah. out the gate of elementary school. So um, diversity, uh, going over to my friend's house and, yeah. and seeing different, hearing different music, seeing different ways they dress, different yeah. food, that sort of thing. Like I love culture and immersing myself in other cultures. Mm-hmm. So. The South Side is is a melting pot, you know. Yeah. It's a little bit of everything. I got I got friends that have money. I got friends that don't have money. Yeah. You know, and, and I grew up kind of right in the middle. So, um, I think having a, a taste of a little bit of, of both worlds is is beneficial. You know, you see yeah. both sides of the fence. No, it definitely is. It's it's so important to like see how you know everybody lives. I've always been into that too because. I don't think there's like one right way to see like you know how to eat how to live how to dress and everything like it's dope to see how people you know live their life and do their stuff you know and definitely the the south side that i with diversity with um just different cultures it's so dope to see you go you know right off watches where we're yeah. at you know kind of right now you know you go down the street there's like the mexican market there's the asian yeah. store you know like just right in that one you know center of the street then you keep on going there's different restaurants we have like a little you know like the italian culture is oh, such man. strong over here man you know shout out to graziano's yes, i almost sir. went there today but <laughs> the chicago beef you know special and everything but it's um it's just really dope to see man and like the amazing businesses and the the people of the south side is is it's just really cool and uh i love it yeah man for sure and looking into uh you know going to lincoln and everything like were you always creative kind of growing up like were you always in different bags or um no, nah, not really, man. Honestly, um, that's something I found after after high school. Um, I played sports growing up. Mm-hmm. I played baseball, basketball. Um, I'm too weak for football, but <laughs> I uh, I love baseball, man. I love basketball. So that's that's really what I did when I was a kid. Um, I thought I was decent at that, so I focused on that. Yeah. I was going to camps in the winter time oh, and and got myself really immersed in that. Um, it's not that my parents didn't encourage me to do the other mm-hmm. stuff. I just didn't know that's really what I liked. Yeah. Um, I mean, music, music was always there. Like, and as far as like art goes, I was into drawing when I was young. We were all drawn to Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Characters yeah. And all the <laughs> anime, the Gundams, and all that <laughs> stuff. So, I mean, like drawing like that, like I was in gifted and talented art program, mm-hmm. but I never really, I never really stuck with it. Cause I, I like sports, yeah. but, 
um, after school and stuff, I mean, you know, you get to that point where you're like, I'm not going to the league. <laughs> so, you know, um, and, and so from there, it was just like, I, I started reading. I mean, I'm a Kanye stan. So, hey. <laughs> um, just really started doing like super in-depth research. I started really creeping on who his friends were yeah. and who these people were inspired by. And, and from there, it just really led me to like, wanting to be creative not necessarily just to be the clothing designer or yeah. whatever but um just to be creative i mean it the the music has always played a part because i guess i mean technically when i was when i was young i mean uh <laughs> shout out to drew soy again he was, hey. he referenced <laughs> uh burning cds yeah and in middle school man like that was that's what i did bro yeah. like i was burning cds for all the homies that was right out the gate it was my uncle lived uh lived with my parents and he put me on to the internet shit yeah. early so i was on downloading all that shit and it was just passing cds out of school we'd have a party in somebody's basement like yeah. eighth grade and i bring like six different <laughs> cds all loaded up you know d4l yeah. and, and you know all the stuff we were listening to back then and and you know so the music is something that i've always kind of had but i didn't tap into it yeah. i didn't know that's where i needed to go but um, after high school, man, I just, I started researching and then, you know, here we are, follow yeah. that path. And it's really, it's dope to see like you, you know, you mentioned being a stand of Kanye. I mean, like, you know, hey, look over there, man. I got some <laughs> Kanye right. records too. Yeah. It's a, it's crazy to think dope. like one person can kind of change like the, uh, you know, whether it's an artist or a, a person, like an athlete, anything like can change a, a mindset of an individual, you know, like um for me it was a lot of it was like kobe or like things yeah. like that the mentality but yeah. then you look into fashion with um you know and music with kanye and the people that he knew Dude. and then the you know look at where we're at now <laughs> in fashion and the music it's crazy to see how that kind of like the snowball happened with a lot of people that kanye knew but um so you go past high school and you just start you know diving deep into that was there was there a point in time like maybe even back when you were burning cds that you're like man i i like the enjoyment of seeing people kind of like listen to my mix and what i'm kind of thinking yeah i liked it i just um bro i was just a dumb kid honestly yeah. like i was too naive i didn't know i didn't know like you know i was i was spending my money on throwback jerseys yeah. and, and dumb shit like that yeah. like i didn't know i could save a couple hundred dollars and go buy a board and start yeah. djing like i just didn't know you know, even with the internet, this is this is still like early internet. Yeah. You feel me? But yeah. um, I just I didn't know that was an option, so I didn't. It's not that again. Like it, my parents were awesome. They would they'd say if you want to if you want to do a new thing, try it. Yeah. You know. So it's not that they didn't encourage me. I just I didn't know. Yeah. I I, I hadn't you know, uh, quote unquote like found myself yet. Again, like I think I, I would consider it just. I was just like a dumb, naive kid. Sometimes I, that's yeah. the case. I remember like w wanting to start like, you know, young, like I never really thought at that point in time, like, uh, that I was going to do what I'm doing now, you know what yeah. I mean? And, like you think about like fashion and like, all, that's what it was about, bro. It was about yeah. having the, the freshest shoes, the, you know, the clothes and you know, everything. Like that's what like a lot of us, you know, where we're looking to spend money on or yep. like just in, in general when you're around that age and what was kind of like that moment that you were like, okay, now I starting to tap a little bit you know maybe basketball isn't working out and everything like what's kind of the the starting point of you going into that creative side so um really man um it was it was just some of my homies uh i have to say it was my guy seti uh, jake antoine um they don't really make music as much anymore but 
at the time they were uh, known as knock boys so and you got to think this is maybe like 10 years ago yeah. right so so this was when the scene was just kind of bubbling yeah. up the the local hip-hop scene it was only a few groups um that were doing shows and, and bringing people out to shows and yeah. stuff like that and I just I thought it was cool as shit that my friends were making music because yeah. I didn't know again you know I was naive I didn't I didn't in high school nobody really was doing that um, as far as like the creative thing because again we just all played sports yeah. I was friends with the jocks or yeah, whatever yeah. right so um, we played sports and video games but then they started rapping they bought some studio equipment and you know we were just in the garage yeah. no air conditioning <laughs> sweating. And I thought, I just thought that was the coolest shit ever, right? Just just being in the environment, yeah. being in the studio, hearing people make something from scratch. I yeah. mean, that is just, that's crazy, you know? And and so from there, um, it actually was about probably another five years before, before I started DJing. Yeah. I, uh, I was like their manager and just kind of did odds and end tasks, but I didn't know really where I fit in. So I think I was, I was just scared, bro, honestly. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know... I wasn't my real self yet. I yeah. wasn't the least that you see today. Yeah. You know? I, I consider myself like maybe like six, seven years old tops. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I don't think, um, I think like I found myself at that point and that's where I was like, okay, now I know. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's what it was. It was just finding myself because before that I was just too scared to dive in. And isn't it like, you know, when you talked about before like submerging in culture and like different things like that, like, you know, artists, when you watch, like, somebody's studio session, and, like, you said, like, that from mm-hmm. scratch, like, they, they lay the track, they lay the beat, and then someone just rapping over it, just, you know, writing down, like, seeing that whole process, because I've been able to be in this, you know, a couple studio sessions and everything, like, to see that all start, like, really just gets your head going to be like, man, like, it's dope what they're creating, and, like, you know, obviously, like, we think about ourselves yeah. a lot, so yeah. it's like, man, what can I do? Like, what can I create? And I'm sure, like, that just started to get the juices flowing and everything, but... Uh, what was your first? Do you remember your first DJ set? Like your, your um, official? So yeah, actually, uh, it was with Julie. Yeah, I was I was uh, DJing with Julie for a while. This is probably like 2015 ish. Um, is when I started DJing with Julie, and and um, actually my first set ever is at uh, Rest in Peace. It was at Vaudeville, man. Damn, oh. So uh, that's uh, there's a lot of nostalgia at Vaudeville because yeah. I mean. You know, we all know it's not the greatest venue of all time. Yeah. It's not. It's not an arena. It's not. It's not even Woolies, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, bro, like that venue paved the way for so many people to throw local shows and the and appreciation get their art. for artists. Yeah, it's just city get their art so much there. there. Yeah, I mean they they've had drift events. There. Yeah, all all genres of music, yeah. of course, uh, comedians, poetry. I mean, no. it's just it it was a way for artists to organically get themselves out there. You know. Yeah. It, it, it's like shitty ceiling and like the paint's coming off but the wall. But it's like, it like yeah. a hole. But it's the energy. Yeah, there. that's the vibe, man. It's the nostalgia of that. So, yeah, first first gig was with Julie, and uh, at the time, uh, back then, uh, Wave Gang was still a thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some guys that are still making music now were you know in, in different groups. Yeah. And, um, so a lot of artists, you know, back then, uh, TC was at that show, I believe. So it's it's really cool to see how far you know everyone's came since then. It's it's really dope to think of like you know the scene started. It's it's 2020 now, but the scene like here started so like short time ago. You know, like it's been around, but like now we're getting to that point where it's like starting to bubble, in my opinion, and everything. Definitely sad to see, um, yeah, vaudeville go. When I heard those, you know, that news, it's just like, just yeah, a lot of memories nostalgia. of everybody and nostalgia and everything. Uh, 
do you remember kind of you know some of your favorite maybe even vaudeville but like some of your favorite memories while performing um you know at different venues different places like what you know take me back to some of those great ones yeah man um dude there's a lot I've, I've i've been present at a lot of performances um even if i wasn't djing myself yeah. right maybe i'm just on stage or yeah. or with my friends but um a couple we uh we did a show in rochester minnesota with julian bags nice. and that was um that was a crazy show it was like during halloween it was a two-story like halloween party there was yeah. probably like 1500 people there i mean it was it was uh pretty packed it was my first show I'd ever done yeah. out of out of Des Moines, so that was that's one that always sticks out. Um, opening for Twenty One Savage at Seven Flags with Arthur and and Shaka, um, that was <laughs> that was uh, that was that was my first time probably in front of like you know three thousand plus yeah. people, right? So that was my biggest crowd, and I'll, I'll be honest, man. Like I'm not gonna lie to anybody, you know. Like that was again, the biggest crowd I'd ever been in front of, and, like, my legs shaking, yeah. right? like, before I hit play on my shit, and it's complete silence, you know, they cut it, and it's, they cue me up, and as soon as I turned my music on, everyone went crazy, yeah. and, like, from there, my legs stopped shaking, like, yeah. all my jitters were gone, bro, like, it's that, like, before, you know, pre-jitters, yeah. you're nervous, yeah. and, like, your, your chest is pounding a little bit, yeah. and you're like, shit, like, you step in the batter's box, and you hit a double your first at bat, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, it, just to see that I owned that room, you know, three thousand people was going yeah. crazy because of the songs I was playing. Yeah, that was that was a game changer. And then um, probably probably my other most memorable one. Um, we opened for ASAP Ferg in Omaha with Arthur and Shaka and Otto. Uh, Arthur front flipped into the crowd. Yeah, I remember like, seeing that. That yeah, was <laughs> that was pretty crazy. So just the energy in, in that spot too. And then during sound check and stuff, um, Ferg actually like watched us sound check. And then came up and talked to us yeah. and, and just treated us like a regular guy. So um, that's definitely a, a top moment for me, too. And it's got to be, you know, you mentioned like the three, the, the bigger crowds and everything. And open up for these artists that you see, like, you know, you see them, whether it's on, you know, Complex or BET or like, you know, yeah. some of these these media platforms. It's like, damn, like we're opening up for 21 or ASAP, like. You know, we're we're the the uh, the performers that are hyping up the crowd before they go yeah. on. Like it's it's got to be really dope to be like, damn, I was a part of that show. You look on the the posters, you know, everything. Yep. It's like your name's on there. Like yeah, we try to keep those flyers. I, yeah. I got a whole like, drawer at home full of flyers and tickets and that stuff. You know, I mean, even if even if it doesn't amount to something on a, a crazy global scale, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, bro, those are keepsakes. Like exactly, we, we did that shit. It's know? memories. It's yeah, like yeah. you said, we did that shit. I think it's like you know, I, I try to stay in the moment a lot and, you know, yep. look ahead, but also it's dope to think, like, you look in the past and it's like, shit, we did that. Yeah. Like, we did this. It's it's uh, it's good to have those memories and build those, you know, and you mentioned a lot of people, and I see, like, like you know, we've met uh, mm-hmm. different concerts, you know, yep. within the city and everything. It's like, I, I think there's, um and, you know, just on my end, too, like, I see much respect, you know, for you and, like, you know, you're you're kind of um, cemented into our scene here. And it's, it's dope to... Um, just see your appreciation for our scene and our music and you're a part of that as well uh, is that something that you ever you know you, you go back to high school and like you know you're just playing sports they mm-hmm. never tap the creative side like is it interesting to look at like you know these past this decade and think like damn like i'm a part <laughs> of some of these like moments and everything yeah yeah it's um it's awesome man i uh i i appreciate that that people or that you even view me in that light i i do really appreciate that because 
at the end of the day, I mean, that's that's just that's what I'm here for. It's it's the culture here locally. I mean, I love when people spread their wings and fly and, yeah. and move away, but um, I honestly, I think I'm I'm cemented here in Des Moines. I want to try to bring that to Des Moines. I want mm-hmm. to make Des Moines pop, or or at least give a little sprinkle of my sauce yeah. onto that. You yeah. know, so um, it's it's again like I'll work with anybody, man. I want to share ideas. I want to mm-hmm. hear people's ideas. Yeah. I want to. Um, you know, push people to be more creative. Sometimes uh, it, it's it's a little tough hearing my feedback, but I think that is why my opinion is respected mm-hmm. because I, I don't really sugarcoat it. I don't hold back, man. I, art is, um, it's all just opinion. So at the end of the day, bro, if I tell you I don't like your song, yeah. I don't like your painting, like, you can tell me to fuck off. Yeah. That, that, it's all opinion. Art is subjective, right? But, but when I give someone a critique of their song or, or their beat that they made, it's, I'm giving them real mm-hmm. feedback. It's not just like I don't like it, yeah. and and I'm explaining why I don't like it. You know, so um, I think that's that's where the respect comes. But I, I like that feedback. I like being in yeah. a room with um, you know like just recently me and and Reesby and and Alan had a good long conversation um, a few weeks ago, and that it just gets the wheels spinning. Yeah. You know, you challenge yourself when you're around these great yeah. minds. So I, I I love being a part of the culture and being immersed in it. And it's it's just something here that like we're we're if you look at it in a in a larger landscape like we're we're smaller technically you know everything but mm-hmm. when you name off you know these people like Reesby like Allen like UBT like just Julie like yeah. we have amazing people here oh, yeah. it's just the eyes aren't on there yet you know what I mean and they're coming and they're oh, they're yeah. coming fast and it's just it's just so dope to see what's you know I feel like personally like is about to happen like I think it's like. It's like when you're, uh, you know, cooking something and like yep. the water's boiling a little bit, getting a little simmer there and everything. Yeah, yeah, like we're close. We're close. And I, I um, as far as you know, the criti- criticizing and, you know, I was just talking like last week with yeah. Alan about it. Like it's, it's so important to have that around you though. Like I'd rather have somebody tell me like, bro, I think that you know episode, I think that part was shit, mm-hmm. versus like it's amazing, everything's good. Yeah, You're the yeah. best person ever. Like, yeah, nah, bro. I want like, the real feedback. build me up. Like, yeah. you know, like let's build each other up. Yeah, and I think um, you know, I I think people are are scared to give honest feedback. You know, yeah. it's not, it's it's for your good, bro. Yeah. If I tell you a, an opinion about something, like. It's only to, to better you. It's all with good intentions. Yeah. I think that's important is that you understand that, like, if I'm telling you that, bro, it's it's with my best intentions, oh, you know, fancy. but um, I, 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 it's that challenge. I love, it's not, it's not competitiveness. It's just, um, you know, I'm taking jewels from what they're saying. They're yeah. taking pieces of what I'm saying. We're applying it to our own concepts exactly. and it's just pushing each other. That's all. We just got to keep pushing each other. And I think if we do that and we, you know, build that community around us that we're sharing, you know, music with each other, we're sharing art with each other, like, it's only up from here, you know, oh, yeah. it's only going up. Um, you know, you, you mentioned in the beginning that, you, you know, design and you, you are, you know, have your own brand. Um, I, w- <laughs> I was researching yesterday because, like, I know the <laughs> brand, but to pronounce it, it's, it, I was trying to figure it out, and like right. I looked at the definition, and everything. Like I was doing some research, you know, like I always do, and everything. But apotheosis, you got it. Ooh, look Nailed at that! It. Look at that! Nailed bro. it, man! Hey, listen, tell yeah. me about the brand, bro. <laughs> so, um, it's uh, it's a clothing brand, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's um, I I don't I don't want to I, I don't want to be blasphemous and say religion, but it's like quote unquote my religion. It's just my my own code that I live by. So. The first definition of the word means like the culmination or climax of something, right? Yeah. 
But I, I like the second definition where it says um, to reach the status of, of deification or to become a deity. And again, it's not blasphemous to say that I'm a god, right? I, I love the Jesus album, yeah, right? But it's, it's, not, it's not to say that. It's not to say that I'm above anyone or anything like that. It's the idea of self-belief, right? right. Um, and and when, it, when, I, when I say God, it's like with the lowercase g in the terms of if you create something, whether it be this podcast, whether it be a design for a t-shirt, whether it be a beat or a song, you made something from nothing. And in, yeah. in that state, you Ooh. you became a god, hey. kind of, right? Yeah. So it's, um, it's apotheosis is just the self-belief. It's the idea that you can create something from nothing and anybody can do that. And, and not only self-belief, but the belief in other people. I, I think... Um, you know, when I give advice to friends and, and stuff like that, I always tell people like, you know, you shouldn't ever let somebody else believe in you more than you believe in yeah. you. So build yourself up, man. It's we all we all have that power within us. We just gotta unlock it and you gotta believe in yourself to do that. So that's that's what apotheosis is. It's it's self belief is really what it is. And it's it's more of pushing the message and like, you yeah. know, there's clothing behind it, there's, you know, ideas behind it and everything. Um, and that's something that, you know, right what you were saying, like, man, I believe that strongly. Like when you look at, <laughs> we'll mention Jesus cause yeah. I, by far, like that is like top three albums for me. Oh, and like, man. I feel like people hate on Jesus a lot, like that as the album, as the, the time in Kanye. Oh, yeah. And we can talk about that for yeah, that's a whole, we might have to Yeah, that's a whole nother episode, but yeah. it's just the, the self-belief. Like, I think we tear ourselves down so much and we're so self-critical on a lot of things that we do, mm-hmm. but we're creating, you know, and that's, we're putting things out into the culture, into the world, and we're starting from scratch with a lot of this stuff. And it's, that's, that's a good point. I, I, when in that conversation with, with, uh, Reese and Allen, I said, you know, the hardest part about being a creative is we don't, we don't really get to go to the gym and, and lift weights. We yeah. don't get to just take practice jumpers, right? When we practice, we have to fail in front of people. Mm-hmm. I have to fall flat on my face. Yeah. If if I drop a t-shirt and that shit sucks, well, I got to eat that. Yeah. And you got to remember to just believe in yourself and put the art out yeah. because like I got a hundred fire designs, yeah. you know, but it don't matter if I show like a few homies and they're like, oh, that shit's fire. When's it coming out? Yeah. Well, if I never drop it, bro, it don't matter that it's sitting in my illustrators. Yeah. It don't matter that it's on my hard drive. Like, so as a creative, we... The only practice we get is live. We're exactly. doing live trial runs, yep. and we just got to remember to put the art out. Believe in yourself. If if you had the idea, man, put that shit out. And and that's that's I I when you said we critique ourselves, we beat ourselves up a lot yeah. as a creative. That's my biggest. I'm my own worst enemy, mm-hmm. man. Absolutely. No like I over critique this shit out of yeah. everything, and um, it's it's just that, that's why I got apotheosis tatted on me, bro. Because it's not. Again, it's not just the clothing; it's how I get out those ideas, yeah. right? A lot of my shirts—they well, I mean, I shouldn't say a lot. All of my shirts have meaning. It's not just my brand name plastered on it. Too. Yeah, I'm not just making box logos, bro. And and that's no shade to anybody who's just making box logos. Do your thing, bro. Yeah. Like I'm not here to critique anyone else's shit, but I'm just saying, like, even though it is just—I know it's just a T-shirt, right? Like at the end of the day, it's just a T-shirt. It's just a hoodie, but there's a concept and there's an idea that goes into that so people and but then to kind of counter that point though Mm -hmm. i feel like personally you know a t-shirt is more than that a a hoodie is more that you know we live in such a there's the streetwear culture you know i mean that we 
grew up with that we watched you know everything from some of these legendary brands and it's an art piece man when you look at it i when i look at a t-shirt i don't look at it as in like oh it's just words on a on a t-shirt it's past that you know what i mean it's it's past you know it's it's whatever that person's message is trying to convey and like it's just it's really interesting and there, there's two different types of people there's yeah. people that like will just look at it as in like oh it's just a piece of clothing like what when know, it's the right <laughs> you know when I drop my shit, man, I'm, I make my clothes for people like you. They care about yeah. it like that, right? Because, I mean, you know, you from from thrifting, right? Like, yeah. you you know that a t-shirt is more than just that damn piece yeah. of fabric, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, that shit, it might have a couple holes in it. It might have been stained. It's the age. Blood yeah. on yeah. it, you know? Like, it went through some shit. It's a story. And it does tell a story. It yeah. can tell a story by the way it looks. It can tell a story by the design. I mean, it is. it really is art and... It's, it's tough for me because a lot of people press me to drop stuff more yeah. often, right? Like, I know I don't drop shit like these <laughs> other brands, bro, and, like, I'm lacking in that category. But I, I, when I drop shit, bro, I want people to appreciate it. It's not just a fly-by, come-and-go t-shirt, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and So it's, it's, it's not just, like, I don't want people to wear my shit a couple times and throw it out. Yeah. Like, I want that to be somebody's favorite t-shirt, yep. you know? So... But it, it's, I understand that it's not a lot of people that shop like that either. Yeah. <laughs> Most people wear just, a, they're like, oh, it's just a t-shirt. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a tough spot to be in, and it's it's a real challenge for me because I do want to drop more clothes, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I've i talked to a few friends, and they're like, you almost sound like you don't want people to wear your clothes. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I do, really, because like, to me, it's like for a small cult following, right? But at the same time, I want to spread self-belief to everybody, yeah. you know? It's so hard, right? It's like <laughs> it's like trying work. to figure out... It's the everlasting battle of fulfillment through self and yep. fulfillment of others. And, like, seeing your message, like you just mentioned, like, go across the world. Or do you want it to just be, like, that that cult streetwear brand mm-hmm. that used to be from the 80s and 90s? <laughs> you know, everything? It's, it's tough because it's, it's, it's trying to figure out what you want and I think that's a daily thing though yep. is to figure out what you want and tomorrow you could feel a whole different yeah. way like it's it's a uh, but I think it is important to stay like true to yourself too and like if if it is you know you look at artists who drop albums there's some artists who you know like K-Dot like yeah, that wait yeah. god knows oh, how man. many years and everything yeah. then you got Drake who drops a song that feels like every moment and like it's a hit and it's time. a hit so you can't really hate on it yeah. but you know what I mean like yeah. there's there's two different ideas of like how people want to drop things, how people want to come out with things. And it's finding the middle between that. Cause obviously you're still trying to create whatever it is that you're trying to create, spread the message, yeah. but you want to be happy yourself. It yeah. goes back to everything. Yeah. I never, I never want to compromise my core values, yeah. you know, and it's tough. It's tough. Um, I'm working to find that, that, that middle ground. Yeah. COVID has been a weird thing. Um, uh, you know, honestly, for me, it's it's kind of been a, a blessing, right. you know. Um, shit's closed. I've been in staying inside with my sewing machine. Yep. Like, I've made a few pairs of pants from scratch. Just yeah. teaching myself shit just to occupy my time and yeah. get, get a different creative idea out there. So, um, you know, I think the first few months of COVID were slow productivity-wise, mm-hmm. right? Being in the weird mental state of, like, is it safe to leave my house yeah, type shit? Yeah. And, and now I've kind of steamrolled through that and I've, I've been more productive. Um, I got some new shit on the way, um, coming soon. We'll, we'll talk about that down the road a little bit, but, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's, I think COVID actually has kind of been a small blessing because I've started to get more creative. Yeah. I think that's with a lot of people is COVID. Um, like you said, it started off like 
fuck man like we don't even know what this is kind of like thing purgatory. yeah and i'm yeah. like shit i'm in the i'm in the crib like what do i do then you fall in that loop of like man what's on netflix let me go yeah. ahead and t- and then you got to kind of like get yourself out of that and like i've said throughout this you know the season of covid that yeah. i've been you know producing this and everything is find what it is that you're you know you haven't done yet yeah. what, what creative thing haven't you done yet and like you know tap into that or just like do stuff that you haven't like i've been trying to read more you know what i mean yeah. i'm trying to like yeah. things that you never really because we're such a we're in such a, like a busy kind of time in like life and just everything. We're always on the go. So like, it, I feel like it was the necessary stop that we needed to like restart our shit. I think we need Rise Again Book Club. Hey, coming soon, Ooh, bro. listen, listen. Apotheosis came from a book, bro. Like honestly, uh, Dan Brown, I don't, I don't know if you read any of no, his stuff. So. He wrote Da Vinci Code, Angels okay. and Demons, yeah, right? yeah. that whole series. Oh, dope. Um, and, and that guy is, you know, I don't read a whole bunch of genres and different shit, but I'll read a, his book every time yeah. it comes out. Um, it's, it's this crazy mix of, I'm a nerd, bro. I'm a big time nerd yeah. too. Like I love history channel, ancient civilizations, yeah. all that shit. So his, um, his writing style, bro, it just keeps you locked in and he's writing about some real smart shit yeah. too. So, um, Apotheosis came out of, out of one of his books, The Lost Symbol. I think it's the best in the series. Yeah. So. I'll That's on the list. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. I, I think it's just important to, um, especially in times like this where we can't really go out that much. Now it's getting a little bit more, you know, easier. I everyone has different opinions on what's yep. been going on and stuff. So like, uh, I just think it's, um, yeah, just do what, just do things that you haven't done before. But then also like educate yourself on whatever it is. You know, perfect your craft. Like yep. I think that's the other thing that gave us opportunity is, you know, we're you know whether it was going to a bunch of shows, going out to the bars, whatever, like this is kind of like stepped us back to be like, we can't watch Netflix for 24 yeah. hours. Like yeah. there's gotta be other, go crazy, bro. yeah, there's like, gotta be other shit to fulfill the day. Yeah. Like me, I haven't even watched that much TV. Like I just put on like friend, like right now I'm watching friends watching because yeah. I just put it's it in, in the, the background. background. Yeah. That's always been me. Like I just usually put it in the background. People will recommend like a bunch of shows to me. I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. But yeah, never, that's, never that's, that's it, man. <laughs> yeah. You just got to push yourself, bro. Like again, challenge yourself. Do yeah. something you haven't done. I love oh, that. Oh, that's dope. I wanted to talk to you because you, you did mention traveling. We talked a little bit off the air and everything. Obviously, we're in COVID and all that <laughs> other shit. But my, you've been around the world a little man, bit, man. It's it's dope to see you. I know you always have the the dope Instagram, like <laughs> with it. You know, it's uh, where have you been, and what's some of your favorite kind of like destinations to go to? So, so growing up, I was super fortunate, right? Like my parents, we loved traveling. My yeah. parents, we we traveled a lot of spots in the United States. Super fortunate, super blessed that my parents did that for us. Um, I got an uncle that lives out in San Diego, so we were in Cali a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, my my actual name is Brett, so I'm named after George Brett from the Royals, right? Okay. So my dad was born in Kansas City. So, bro, I've been to hundreds of Royals games. Yeah. Like, my dad knows a guy that gets season tickets for Vikings games. So I've yeah. been to hell of Vikings games. So, like, um, growing up, it was, it was we were always traveling, but just domestically, right? Yeah. And that, that helped for me as a person because even just traveling domestically here in the States, you still immerse yourself in oh, cultures yeah. that yeah. are not Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. Like, a lot of shit <laughs> is not Des Moines, Iowa, yeah. right? So, um, even just traveling to Kansas City and, and Minnesota, those are way, di- I mean, those are way different than here. So, yeah. um, that definitely influenced me growing up. But then, uh, just recently, really, I started my, I mean, I, I went to uh, Mexico and shit before on a little cruise, but... Um, really 2019 I just hit the ground running and we went to uh, Paris and Barcelona in one trip with some homies and then and that was in like April May mm-hmm. and then in November I went to Tokyo I got lucky enough 
my homie Raul, shout out Raul, he works at the airport, so oh. <laughs> got me the buddy pass. Right? Hey, the saved, buddy pass. Yeah, saved me the, the, the coin on the, the flight to Tokyo, yeah. so um, luckily I was in a spot financially where it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. He yeah. hit me up, and he's like, hey bro, do you want to go to Tokyo in two weeks for my birthday? And I'm just like, what's up with the ticket, yeah. you know? And he told me it was the buddy pass, so we were gone, and and going to Tokyo really like changed my life, bro. Like Paris and Barcelona was crazy. Like, um, I mean, Barcelona, probably the most beautiful place I've ever yeah, been. Yeah. Um, Tokyo changed me for different reasons, but as far as beauty, Barcelona, if you're going to travel, bro, go over there. Go yeah. to Spain, dog. Go to Barcelona. Yeah. Like, that shit. Like, um, we watched a sunset from Carmel Bunkers, which is like this spot. It's like all graffitied and tagged yeah. up and like people up there smoking weed, drinking yeah. beers, like this whole counterculture. Yeah. It's like all like people's tagging shit while you're up there and it's like all young kids yeah. and it was probably like 200 people bro and they all gather every night and just yeah. watch the sun go down and there's people from different countries there's people from spain that's dope and we hiked up this shit we get to the top bro and like when i saw the view i, I can't lie i started crying yeah. bro. like for real like yeah. because it was some like bro i'm just a kid from the south side of yeah. Northern iowa bro and i brought myself over here yeah not with like my parents help nobody's yeah. help like i brought myself over here to barcelona yeah and then, um, so we were in Barcelona for a little bit, went over to Paris, um, made some friends. Matter of fact, I was just talking to um, my homie Nathan from Paris today. And so we went to the babe store and, and started chopping up with these dudes and they kicked it with us a couple nights while yeah. we were in Paris. And I still talk to them regularly. Uh, one of the dudes is a rapper out there. Shout out my guy, Leezy. Yeah. Leezy the Trapper. It was so ironic, right? Because at the time I still had dreads, so... Um, we were in the babe store and like we introduced ourselves whatever I said my name is Lise he's like my name is Leezy <laughs> and uh, we were just on some like my homie was like oh that's your tether You're right <laughs> right so like I got a French tether you know that's Damn. like the, the other version of me so that's my guy shout out my guy Leezy <laughs> but um, going to Tokyo though bro that like Paris was cool for the fashion right like yeah. I love clothes in Paris people was going crazy like Balenci 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 yeah. just like the Uzi said it right like it's people are going crazy in Paris but when you go to Tokyo, that shit, like, if if Paris is, like, a couple years ahead of us, yeah. Tokyo is, like, a couple like, years ahead of Paris. Yeah. Like, that shit was... In, in Paris, it was about designer brands. Yeah. In Tokyo, it's about having your own style. Like, people's wearing all different wild shit, but they put it together themselves. Yeah. And that's... Well, I, I just, a couple weeks ago, got confirmation that that buddy pass is waiting as soon as hey, the gates open. So. As soon as we can, man, I'm headed straight back to Tokyo. But that, hands down, bro, if you ever get a chance to go yeah. over there, if you if you grew up on Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z yeah. and video games, and if you love tech and if you love tuner cars, that's I love Japanese culture, yeah. bro. So that, I mean, I encourage anybody to go to Tokyo. No, it seems like it's always been like, yeah, that's definitely been like on high on the list to go because you look at, it's always funny too with the Japanese culture and everything. Like a lot of times, like, you know, a lot of the U.S. kind of things go over there, but we fucking take True. a bunch of shit yeah. from, like, not only just Japanese culture, but the Asian culture as well, and, like, streetwear, and yeah. the the fits are just, like you said, they're years ahead. Like, everything that's coming here, like, they've been at, you know, they've been doing, and it's it's funny to see, because uh, being into vintage, like, you saw Japan, they were on it way Dude. before us, and, like, just the, the thrifts, and it's crazy, because some of the stuff out there, like Hard Rock Cafe t-shirts are, like, yeah. money out there. Like, yeah. it's so interesting. Uh, it, wild shit. Like, I saw, I think we counted, like, three or four different people with Hawkeye shit on. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> how? How'd you get this? Right? Like, 
There's no reason that you should have this Hawkeyes hoodie on right now. But that shit, I'm mean, just like walking through Shibuya and all yeah. the lights around, and I like, like go Hawkeyes, but like he don't, he don't. Yeah, speak he's like, bro, like, like what? Like, what? Yeah, don't bother me, tourists. What was some of your like? Uh, the, now I'm sure the food's pretty fire over there too. Like, <sighs> Man, that's a that's a weird subject, bro. <laughs> like I thought, I I love. Um, you know, this was just my own ignorance, right? Yeah. Like, I love Asian food in general is what mm-hmm. I thought, right? Yeah. But I didn't realize maybe I like um, Thai food or I like okay. Chinese food. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I found out that I really don't like Japanese food that much. Yep. I like sushi. Um, we went to a conveyor belt sushi joint, and that was just yeah, that'd shit, be wild bro. Too, like, yeah. yeah, just like picking out. It's like they just got like iPads set up, and you can just go through and, and pick out what you want, and it sends it out on the, the conveyor belt. It's yeah. coming here, too. It's rings great. a bell. I yeah. mean... Um, man, you know, I don't, I, I, I want to put the idea out there, bro, you know, cause I don't know if I'll ever follow through, but somebody needs to open that shit here ASAP, a conveyor restaurant. Bro, I don't get, and especially right now. Oh yeah. That's what bro, I'm saying, bro. No contact. Eat. You don't need a waiter. Yeah. But, um, so I mean, we ate the conveyor belt sushi. That was, that was banging. Um, the McDonald's breakfast went crazy. Uh, I had like the raw Wagyu beef. Oh, that's weird, bro. Yeah. That's a little weird for me, um, but <laughs> you know I was there, bro. Like I had to try it. You, know? you have to. Immer- it goes back to immersing yeah. yourself into like different cultures I, and stuff, and then being I, able to. I had to tell him not to crack the raw egg on top. Oh yeah, because I just like if they would have cracked the raw egg, bro. Like it's I, too much, right? Yeah, I, could, I couldn't go right, but um, you know I'm not saying the food was bad. I'm saying I'm a chicken. You feel me? Like I wasn't ready to dive in like that. But there's um, some yeah. Different I played it safe. Yeah, I played it safe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you also like. You know, I've always been afraid on, like, if I ever, like, went a different place and stuff. And, like, again, it's being afraid on certain things. It's like, I don't want to get sick on, like, this yeah. crazy trip. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so, at, it's like, fuck. Like, yeah, I got <laughs> I got a, a stomach disease, right? It's not, like, super crazy. But, like, I got to take my, like, when I travel, I got to take my meds with mm-hmm. me and shit. So, mm-hmm. like, I have to be cognizant of what I'm yeah, eating, too. And then, I mean, also, we got, like, super hammered one yeah. night doing karaoke. <laughs> so, like being hung over and yeah. trying to eat food you're not comfortable with yeah. is, is weird it's like, did a lot of, I don't know did a lot this of puking is, this, one day yeah. yeah and then um, the funniest shit ever though is me and my guy Raul we got our bags we're walking to the train station last day and we see a fucking Denny's bro and we walk the same route every day we yeah. in our hostel every single day for a week and a half and we finally look over and like two blocks down we see this Denny's and I'm like, dude, we tweaked. We <laughs> so had this Denny's me, right, right here. You tell me I could have had an yeah. omelet this whole time. Yeah, like, come on. So, yeah, I mean, um, next time though, I gotta, I gotta try more because uh, like the last couple days I really started just saying, fuck it. Like, yeah. Trying shit and I found, um, they had this like weird like, it was like a corn dog but with potatoes on the outside. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of weird but it was fire. Yeah. So, I think, uh, just try it. You know, did you go out there? Because I always wondered that too with traveling. You know, obviously there's the like language barrier and stuff. Did you go just like straight up, like not with anybody who spoke Japanese or anything? Nah, or just no like, Japanese, bro. This this. How was like that experience going out? Kind of that. It's way? tough. Yeah. It's tough being in being in France. You yeah. know, you're cool. Like you, everybody gets to buy with English. They don't really fuck with us like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're not very polite. But um, Spain was cool with English too. I know enough Spanish to get by in Spain. Yeah. They don't speak like Spanish Spanish. I know like Mexican Spanish, but they speak like Cat- yeah. Cat- Catalonian. I don't know if that's what it's called. It's like the proper, but, like it's yeah, when they it's teach, like when they it's teach like Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, but I still was okay to get by there. But um, in Japan, man, like we're in the vape store, bro, and like not even the employees spoke English yeah. like that. So 
Um, when I went to the vape store in Japan, I was trying to get buddy buddy, right? Yeah. Like, I need to find a plug. <laughs> right. Like, What's up, bro? Follow me on the gram. Like we can be homies. Let's get this shit going. Yeah. So so I was looking to do that, right? But um, it it was it was a it was a lot. It was tough. But I will say this, man. Japanese people are the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Like the most polite culture. They're so nice. They'll help you talk through it. They'll help you count the money out. Like yeah. it's um the politeness and and the way they treat people is just crazy bro it's the the coolest culture i've ever been to for that regard because they really respect people and like just seeing like how safe and clean it is yeah. bro. like there's like three-year-old kids walking to school with no parents yeah like and that's yeah, just like wild. safe and normal yeah. there bro and like i'm like damn this is wild because in america that seems weird yeah you know but um it, it it was it was crazy the language barriers was tough this um this little lady helped us out in the train station we was lost bro. we <laughs> yeah. had no idea like where do i mean we were at um shibuya station right mm -hmm. so that's like probably one of the biggest yeah train stations in tokyo and so there's trains that go all different yeah. directions bro Bunch we of had people no, probably yeah. too and you're like oh Shit, where dude it was a lot like yeah. it was like i was like sweating like it's not anymore. yeah <laughs> and she grabbed me by my shirt sleeve and she was like come over here come over here and she like bought us our train tickets and like talked us Damn. through it and showed us how to do it and all i needed was to see how to do it once because like she showed us how to get it to English yeah. and all that. So um, I, I'll say that, like, if you were in New York, bro, that shit's not happening. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. But this lady was like, I see you guys are lost. Let me help you. That's so, so I love that. Isn't it crazy, though, that, like, through, you know, you obviously don't speak the same language, but the, you know, the idea of, like, helping another person is, like, still there. Like, it's pretty dope to see in, you know, different good people places. people helping good people, like, man. Hey, man, there we go. We bring it back. It's a... Uh, is there anywhere that you'd like to go that you haven't been able to go, whether it's domestic or outside? So, I, I honestly, I've never been to New York. Okay. Um, that's somewhere I've never been domestically. I would, yeah. I would love to go to New York. Same, bro. I need to go um, Just, it's, it's that culture. It's yeah. the fashion. I want to be around those rude-ass people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, I want to go experience that. Um, I had plans. We were supposed to go. We were supposed to go to Amsterdam in November, and then... I was taking my girl to uh, I was taking my girl to Italy and Barcelona mm -hmm. in April, but that got canceled. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was supposed to make moves again this year, but obviously, we can't do shit. So I've been confined. I mean, I went to went to Colorado on a camping trip with the homies. Um, the last I, I I can tell you though, bro, I'm missing concerts bad. Oh. So like, I want to travel, but yeah. damn, I want to go to concerts. Like, luckily. Luckily, the last concerts I saw, so I went to Chicago um, with uh, the homie Luis and, and Zeke, um, and we went out there for All-Star Weekend. It was yeah. my birthday weekend and shit, so we went out to Chicago, and we got to see Roddy Rich for free, Yeah, and then, um, shout out to Converse, plugged us with the free tickets for Roddy Rich. Um, I know this is a weird subject now, but we were like kicking it with Tory Lanez and RSVP, hey. like freaking <laughs> Great Goose, hey. like some weird shit and yeah. then, so I got to see Roddy Rich was one of my last concerts and then the very last concert last concert I saw in the old world right yeah. was uh, Kanye's Sunday Service so I mean oh, shit. it was a way That's to go way out, to rap yeah, it. Go out shit. with the bang hey. I guess you know but man we were supposed to get a Jack Boys tour like I wanted yeah. to see Travis yeah. again we were supposed to get a lot of tours a lot of people was dropping albums I know like, it was supposed to happen man it's like you know I look at um I haven't been able to go to that many concerts. There's points, so you know, there was one time that I remember that I will forever. Uh, hey, I'll say it. Fuck it. <laughs> Wells Fargo for this. Yep. 
didn't go uh, get to see Drake because I didn't oh, work. No. They wouldn't let me get it off. Damn, that's cold. I will forever. And then you know what I did? The irony in this shit, when I got paid, I bought some OVO 10s. Yep. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, right? And I was just like, fuck it. I just want to be somewhere Man, within it. Like, yeah. I so. feel bad you missed that. That's probably the liveest I've ever seen Des Moines. And um, it's crazy what that happened. And like to see, um, you know, going with Des Moines, like, do you ever see kind of, like, those concerts, like, because I feel like Drake happened, and then, like, I, I saw the vision of, like, man, we're gonna, it's about to, you know, but then it just kind of stopped, you know, we got who, I mean, like, Cardi, like, I don't, shit, but, like. I don't want to throw shade on Des Moines, bro, but we suck. We gotta come out for this shit. Yeah. We gotta show, we gotta spend our money and buy the tickets and go to these shows, because yeah. if we want to see good artists, that's the key to, to yeah. getting these artists. It's to come seeing in. the show, like yeah. you know, that it's more than just like the flyover kind of yeah. situation. Yeah, and and you know that whole industry is, you you know, you got to realize it's like Live Nation, and yeah. only a few of these companies that are booking these tours, yeah. and if they're not getting their money back by having that stop at Wells Fargo in Des Moines, yep. they're just gonna skip it on the you know, it was decent for Drake, right? But then let's say they bring Thug, and Thug was yeah, the the ticket sales for Thug was. There's Whack. Like, yeah. I was mad as hell at Des Moines for that because mm-hmm. like are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like this we we got young thug to come here at yeah. our arena, bro, like and y'all didn't buy tickets to go see that. So it's frustrating yeah, to like, I, see some of that it, It's tough, know. but I do see people complaining about yeah. like no artists ever come here. I always got to go out and like, like do this. Like it's it's a it's a cycle, bro, but we got to we got to get better at supporting. I mean, again, I don't want to throw shade on Des Moines. I'm not trying to hate on Des Moines, but like even the local scene, we gotta start showing up for each other, bro. It shouldn't just be the other rappers at the at the shows, right? Yeah. Like, I know y'all like music, yeah. And and I'll tell you that the artists that are making music in Des Moines ain't making bullshit. And you know, we can get into that because that's something that, like, as you probably know, I feel very strongly about yeah. with a lot of the shit. Like, yeah. I've talked about it, I've mentioned it. You know, I I'll put up fucking you should have paid for this versus some of the other projects this Hell year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, shout out shout out to Fly and Six Four, okay. but like. It's, um, you, the, the amount when, hey, hey, I mean, like, we were part of the whole thing and shit, it could have been better and everything, I'll, I'll say that from the jump, but, like, with, um, uh, events I've been to, whether it was, like, our own, like, with the culture shock and shit, and, like, seeing that, what happened, like, it was dope to see artists perform, but, man, I wish, and, like, I wish more people would have came out with that, and then other things, like, you go to Woolies, like, obviously, Woolies supports so much as a venue, but, like, we need more people, yeah like, and, like you said, we like music. Yeah, you know, we love hip hop, don't we? We love this, you know. And people's always on social media saying there ain't shit to do, there ain't shit to do. Well, we post the shows. Go we're, to the twenty five shows. Exactly, yeah. bro. Tickets, and I've told people that is like you. You're not even spending that much money, like for a good time. Yeah. Like, bro, tickets are like twenty bucks, twenty five, maybe thirty, like on yeah. certain you know, on, things. Man. Like, and I mean, at the end of the day, bro, right? Like, if you see, if you see, we're throwing a show. If you see, I'm on that ticket right yeah if you see t-max is on that ticket if you see these djs bro we're not trash yeah you feel me no no disrespect for the the people that be at the bars djing downtown but like if you want to come out and hear that shit you play in your car bro yeah. come, come to the events that yeah. we're djing at because we play that shit yeah we play this shit y'all want to hear we're not playing the bubblegum yeah fucking <laughs> you know i'm not gonna play two seconds of pop smoke and go yeah. into a goddamn dubstep remix. Yeah. like and again i'm not dissing that bro that's a whole separate but like if you want to listen to hip hop music, bro, we are providing that. Yeah. So, and it's I think there. that's what people don't see. Like they yeah. don't get it that like, and it, it's even like speaking on you know the the scene here with hip hop is the appreciation of our artists needs to just grow a little bit more. And like, I mean, it's honestly with everything though. Like yeah. a lot of times we're in such a like 
I'd rather support, I don't know, like, you know, Supreme over, like, your brand yeah, or, yeah. or someone else's brand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think um, the cool thing is supporting the national, like, oh, I just got the, I finally got this drop instead of, you know, supporting the $30 that's going to put food on the table for someone. You know, it's, some people just, I feel like, don't appreciate what quote-unquote local is, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, I'm a, I'm a big buy local. Like, yeah. I support any any of my homies that have restaurants. Yeah. I love eating at locally owned spots. Like, um, Lucky Lotus is a spot yeah. I love, right? Yeah. Like, the homies own that. Um, I don't even I don't even know dude that owns or, or runs um, Open Sesame, right? Yeah. The yeah. Lebanese spot yeah. down in East Village. It's spots like that that, like... We gotta support local yeah. stuff, man. If we want, if we want Des Moines to pop, we gotta show love. Especially times like this, yeah. man, where and, like people, and you know. I know it's hard, right? If I drop a tea, and and Supreme drops <laughs> the same week, bro, I know you want that Supreme yeah. tea. I'm not dumb, right? But at the end of the day, bro, you might go to the club and see somebody with that Supreme mm-hmm. tea, right? Or you might you might want to you go out of town, you go to LA, right? And you want to go to the club and you put on your little Supreme yeah. tea that, like, bro, you look like everybody else there. Yeah. Feel me? You can wear my shit that's exactly. hard or Alan's shit, yeah. right? And that's it's just as fresh. But they're going to be like, damn, that's not just some basic. I mean, not to call Supreme basic, right? But like, it's, it's bro, anybody can acquire it now. Yeah. The internet age, StockX, all yeah. that shit. It's always there. Are, yeah. it's, it's accessible. Yeah, and it's, like, it's super accessible. And, and I wear the shit too. I'm not hating, bro. Like, I got Prima now. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, like, the people that are making shit here, again, like just like the artists that are making music, yeah. we're not putting out bullshit. No. Alan's, every time Alan drops, like, it's, I wear that damn Cubs, bro, I'll never wear a Cubs hat. But I wear that damn Cubs hat yeah. that Alan made like every day, fam. Bro. That's just so hard because it has that giant ass corn. I, I, I love that. That's like so prideful to exactly. me. Exactly. Like, and it's the, it's the shit that like, I, I did this jump this summer and I still rock other things, you know yeah. what I mean? I still rock, I mean, I, I'm a lover of fashion, streetwear, yeah. everything, like vintage but I've made this jump, this, you know, especially throughout, like, I've done it, but this summer, I, I had this, like, kind of moment where I was just thinking, like, a lot of this shit, I've rocking, like, these brands, like, I'd rather put food on my, my homies' tables on the, the city's table. Yeah. Like, I'd rather put, you know, just feed, you know, just, yeah. just help the, our community and build up our community. So, you know, I, I support my friends and family, but I support others that I only know, you know, throughout the city, especially restaurants, you know, like, Absolutely. pizza joints, there's... I was talking with Drew about this. Like, there's better pizza, better quality through like yeah. Bordenaro's or yeah. you know even Wins. Man, shout out to Drew again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. then like Pizza Hut, and you're spending maybe a little bit more because you know obviously like you have to. It's local versus yeah. national inflation. Like, there's gonna be a little bit different in prices, but you, I feel like people just gotta start to like recognize, and it's yeah. happening. But like, it, it just needs to maybe like, happen a little bit more. <laughs> being from the South, bro, like I don't get Domino's. I don't yeah. get Pizza Hut. Yeah, like, I'm from the South, like. I got all these spots to yeah. get pizza from. Like, why would you not choose that? This, yeah. That's locally sourced ingredients. All that shit. Like, I'm a I'm a big buy local, shop local, support yeah. local, bro. I love I love Des Moines again. Like, you know, probably could move. Um, even like with my job currently, since we're working from home. Yeah. I know they're about to tell people like pretty soon. <laughs> like they're working on making yeah. it so it doesn't really matter where you live as yeah. long as you're logged in at the hours you're supposed yeah. to be. And that changes a lot, but even even then, bro, I I love Des Moines. Yeah, we're a little mini Portland, you know. Yeah. We're on our way to being one of those 
we're semi, you know, right progressive cities. Yeah. So the skate park's gonna help. Oh, bro! Like I'm and, so excited. Yeah, for have that. you seen it? Like I've driven by it a couple times, and like I saw that picture, bro. and like when I saw that picture, like that same thing, man. I got like just like so happy because yeah. it's just like to see the growth of like and then when they were mentioning like the um like the semi-pro soccer team that we might yep, get like yep. you know all that stuff like i have a friend who's on that board like That's it's tight. it's dope to see like people that you know and then people that like help bring it here and like we're gonna have that's like the largest skate park right that yeah we're about well to get, and, like, and i mean i know they said like top three in the whole united states as far really? as like design yeah. or whatever so it's like just you're telling like me that. I'm gonna be able to see Nija skate exactly here? or like it's gonna happen you know Deer Deck probably will bring Street League yeah um, you know I don't know how familiar you are with skating but like Street League has all exactly. the best skaters yeah. bro like I'm if that shit comes here I'm going to watch oh. it I love sk- I I can't skateboard for shit myself but bro, I love yes. it you know I was so I was <laughs> tell I tell everybody this is like bro I have the shittiest balance in the world like I don't think I could I've tried like all you know I grew up with a bunch of friends who yeah, skated yeah. I, I was a chubby kid, which didn't help the fact that, like, I just couldn't get the balance right. But, bro, I had, you know, watched everything, you know, the tapes, all that shit. Like, it's just what what we're getting here is going to be so dope. And, like, the vision of, like, man, if Minneapolis can get an X Games, oh, yeah. you know, let's try something. Like, yeah, you know, it's absolutely. a weird spot, so I don't know if that could happen. But, like, just let's try something. We'll get some again. venues. Exactly. Yeah. Some, just something. Some, some is, event, yeah. And that's the whole point of, like, Des Moines growing. And just to it. see the growth of Des Moines is just so dope, man. I'm really... Yeah, definitely excited for just, you know, the scene here and what's going to happen. But I wanted to talk to you, um, you know, you just made the, the jump, man. The, you know, UBT lease in the building. We yeah, didn't even mention that absolutely. and everything, man. How'd that kind of uh, come about? I know I know you've been in the scene, you know, a long time and, you know, known the guys for a while. So, um, Really, I think it, it just kind of was a timing thing. Um, I've always been cool with money. Me and, me and D-Money have... Well, I can't, I mean, I can't say always, right? But, like, for some years now, yeah. Um, we actually met through Ace Forgiato, yeah. and uh, he introduced us. I was selling some uh, St. Paddy's Day SBs, okay. and me and Fly Life were the same size. So yeah. um, I sold him some sneakers, and from there, we just kind of stayed in contact yeah. and, and kind of built our friendship that way. So it was a real organic. It's not like a, it wasn't like it was a business move, bro. Yeah. It was just like going home with the homies, you yeah. know? So... Um, you know, before that, it was never like, I, I, I had acts where I would be their DJ. I, yeah. I don't think it was ever, you know, this isn't even like a contractual thing, yeah, of course, yeah. right? You know, but, um, again, it's just, it's just purely organic and it's, um, it's, it's a really good fit. I like all the guys over there. Yeah. Um, it's always a good vibe when we're together. So it's, uh, I can't, can't wait to, well, have, have a show here soon yeah soon soon yeah and we, um, I'm, I'm excited for that man i'm excited for uh to see yeah just the the growth of the city but especially ubt man like you know they're uh some of my favorite people man that we got in the city and they're always working always growing and uh it's it's dope to see i mean like i mentioned like in my the the news video that i put up about mm-hmm. you know you should have paid for this it's like those actual true like feeling you know what i mean like yeah. to uh to see people and like we've talked throughout this episode is like to see people yeah, I don't consider it like just Des Moines artists or whatever. Like you put up some of these these projects yeah. that people are putting out, like you know what UVT's done, and like consistently, and then not being a group. I feel like a lot of time people yep. call UVT like the group or it's like just a collective. It's a collective. Yeah. Everyone's dropping shit. Everyone's doing their own. Not thing. Not everyone. Not even everyone's a rapper, right? Yeah. Like so, it's um what I what I love about UVT and and especially calling out my new home is when we're there it's we're 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 challenging each other to be creative people are bouncing ideas 
there's no such thing as a bad idea or, or saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Everyone's receptive. Um, people are receptive to feedback. I love being able to bounce ideas off of Reesby. Yeah. Um, like us together is a cheat code. So yeah. that's, that's just going to be something I can't wait to see blossom. So, yeah. um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited. And then the, you know, the, the, the show's coming soon, you know, yeah. it's, it's so um, to see. I, I don't, I guess I don't know, you know, how much everyone knows, but we can, we can, uh, I guess I got official permission. We can, <laughs> we can talk about that now. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, the flyer will be out by the time this drops, I'm sure. So, uh, Friday, November 6th at yeah. Woolies, um, UVT, some additional guests as well, but we're going to hit the stage. Uh, I'll be DJing of course. Um, again, some, some fun guests, but yeah, man, come, come out and see us, bro. We got some stuff, uh, a couple tricks up our sleeve, the internet, UVT, it's UVT October. Yeah. The internet's going to be going crazy. Um, a lot of drops coming up yep. back to back to back. You're going to see a lot of movement. So man, really just keep your eyes peeled on socials. And that's what it is, man. Like, I think, uh, first of all, if you guys haven't been to a UVT show, man, it's <laughs> always, it's always, you know, some fun, man. It's, it's nothing but hits because it goes back to the collectiveness of like, you know, everybody like dropping music and shit. Yep. So it's dope to see. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm just really excited. And, uh, you know, I'm happy you're on, you know, over there, man. Absolutely. It's going to be dope. And it's, I'm excited to see the growth of not only you but others as well. So, uh, you know, speaking of man, what what is next for you, man? What do you got on the way? Um, so, as far as like myself, I mean, um, that that show is is going to be a good time. Um, it's going to be me getting back out there, right? Yeah. So, uh, as far as just doing sets and and DJing, um, I'm itching to get out there. So yeah. that's that's what's really next for me is just getting back out there on the board and then. Um, we will have some new apotheosis in the house that night, so that's that's you know something. I, I'm not gonna say too much about what it is. Um, you'll you'll get some. Everyone will get some ideas of, of what's gonna be dropping, but yeah, there's gonna be some new apotheosis there, and from there, man, it's just uh, it's just continuing to push myself. Yeah. Just seeing what I can do um, every day. You know, we kind of talked about it. It's like this. ADD, you know, you wake up and you're like, what is it today? Because yeah. I'm in every direction, um, whether it's DJing or shit. I mean, I can't lie to you, bro. Sometimes I just game. I'm yeah. a gamer too, yeah. you know? So like, um, you know, it's it's just kind of where we at today and, and continuing to not let myself get complacent, mm-hmm. not let myself get lazy. So really, as far as like what's next, just continuing to, to get some ideas out and get creativity out. Exactly. Um, you know, the the meaning of lease, that was my nickname before. It was a, a nickname amongst my homies, but then I kind of broke it down into the acronym, and it just stands for live every day emitting creative energy. So mm-hmm. that's it, man. That's, what, that's what's next. That's what's every day is try to get something out every day yeah. if you can. And then that's... Uh... It's it's just so important, man. I, I think whether it is you're a creative, whether you're an entrepreneur or anything, or you're just a normal person, you know, just going through life, man. Just just get something out every day. Just you know, create whatever it is. You don't always have to like you know. It's not taking a photo. You know what I mean? It's yep. just going to do something amazing every day. It's the same thing I try to you know go by as well. And even if it's small, yeah, just something. Yeah, just something. You know, give somebody advice. Ask somebody for feedback. Facts. I mean, um, you know, even even scrolling on social media, right? Like, it can be super terrible. If you haven't watched Social Dilemma on Netflix, mm-hmm. I encourage you to. Uh, I'll check that. You'll probably throw your phone out the window yeah. after you get done. <laughs> but, um, you know, use it as a good tool, bro. Yeah. Like, don't scroll and look at dumb shit. Don't play Candy Crush. Yeah. 
like if if like if you want to know what I'm inspired by, it's not a secret, bro. You can go look at every single person I follow on the yeah, gram. Facts. That's where my inspiration comes yeah. from. Like, and and when you're posting shit to your story, even to me, a creative outlet is my Instagram story. Yeah. It's just a mood board. It's yeah, a current yeah. mood board, bro. So like, it like it's kind of giving my gems away. Yeah. Like I'm posting shit that I'm inspired by. Yep. And it's to maybe inspire somebody else. And that, even if that's like the smallest way of being creative, I still think that's something like get get it out every day. Yeah. Go go research something. Mm. Watch a YouTube video. Read a small article. Yeah. You know, just stay up on on your craft. Yeah. Well, that's true, man. And. Um, definitely, you know, if you had any kind of last words, I know you've been spitting gems all day and everything, but if you had anything to leave, you know, the listeners with, what would it be? Man, just believe in yourself. Whatever you want to do, do that shit. Just dead ass, bro. Like if it's, if you want to paint today, make a painting. If you want to start sewing, start sewing. I mean, we have the internet, we have YouTube. You can learn how to do anything. I don't know shit about cars. Sometimes I'd be fixing my car, bro. Yeah. So like. I, I think it's the idea of apotheosis. It's yeah. it's have that self belief, believe that you can create something from nothing, and just apply that every day. Just believe in yourself. Definitely, bro. Appreciate you for coming on, man. You know, always a great conversation. Uh, you want to plug anything, man? Go ahead. Where can they follow you? Anything like that? Um, on the socials, man. Just catch me on on the gram and on Twitter. Um, both of them. It's just at least Laflame. That's it. Oh well. Appreciate you for coming on. Yes, sir. All right, you guys, I want to thank Lise for coming on, and I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, just a couple of big takeaways I had from this episode. You know, when Lise was talking about Apotheosis, his brand, you know, stating that it was more than a clothing brand, and it's just the idea of self-belief, man. Um, you know, us as humans, we're very self-critical, and we put down ourselves, and, you know, whatever, whether you're a creator or just an everyday person, man, whatever you put out into the world, generally, a lot of times, we become self-critical and, you know, either dislike it and not see the vision of what you're thinking or you know this or that and i think it's so important man to believe in yourself because you know if you don't believe in yourself how are you gonna you know make others think that you know they can believe in you if you can't keep yourself happy as well man uh, you know if you don't make yourself happy how are you gonna make others happy um i think the the main takeaway i have from having this conversation with lease man and we could have let it run man i i had to cap it at the hour but you know we had a, a great conversation afterwards as well and it's just the idea of man believing in yourself and having the vision and you know executing it and if you can do that man you're gonna go far i always say that um and you know same thing leaves us talk about man then another thing obviously you know we're in the covid era and all that kind of stuff man but when he was you know discussing you know going to some of these concerts having these big moments um traveling man to paris barcelona tokyo like that's that's stuff that man like that's dreams of mine man to go to tokyo to um, you know, go to Europe and everything. And it, it kind of inspired me to kind of look into like, man, like what's the, you know, I'm chasing this dream. I'm looking at, you know, doing things. But on top of that, like, you know, traveling, man, is so important. And, you know, going to different cultures, even if it's domestically right now, man, like going from, you know, we're, you know, for the people that are in Des Moines, man, traveling from Des Moines to even Chicago is a different, you know, a whole different culture. But Des Moines to New York, L.A., you know, there's places out there that, you know, if, if you're only staying in one place, man, and not visiting and not experiencing other places, you know, we talked about it last week with Alan, the reason why he was going out to Arizona and everything, like, it's so important to go and 
just travel, man, meet new people, have conversations and everything. And um, I, this upcoming year, man, I'm looking to do some more traveling and everything. I, I could say he definitely inspired me on that kind of end with everything. And um, just overall, man, shout out to Lise, man. Shout out to everybody UVT. Like, like he said, man, for us, not them too. It is Friday, November 6th at Woolies UVT, man. Lise is going to be there. This is also Uno's going away party. Uh, this is Fly Life's birthday as well, man. Shout out to Fly Life. Shout out to Uno, man. Uh, man, shout out to everybody at UVT. Shout out to Lise. Uh, guys, you don't want to miss it. Again, that's Friday, November 6th. That is at Woolies. You can get your tickets, man. Um, I want to say the link's in their bio on you know any of their pages, so just go check it out and everything. Uh, I, I, I can also announce, man, that we'll be there. Uh, Bowie and I will be there, man, uh, selling some vintage, so come say what's up, man, and uh, again, man, just shout out to Lise, and I, I can't wait to see his growth, and, um, and you know, now he's in UVT, that's going to be really fun to watch, and uh, just thank you guys so much for listening, man, um, this is going to end it for this episode, you guys can follow me on Instagram at RAVPhoenix, you can uh, follow anything Rise Again Media Related on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Rise Again Create. Guys, visit the new website. The pre-orders for the Stay Climbing Collection ends this Friday, October 16th. Um, man, we got hoodies, crewnecks, t-shirts. We got the whole thing. Pre-orders will end this Friday, October 16th. Uh, you can listen to the podcast anywhere on you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, we're on iHeartRadio now. Just anywhere that you can listen to the podcast, man, you can find this podcast. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week, man. Peace.